Hello and welcome to Too Fit to Be Tied. Where we talk about health from a variety of perspectives. Emotional health. Mental health. Physical health. And spiritual health. My name is Jerome. And I'm your co-host, Constance. This episode of Too Fit to Be Tied, we are talking about a book that Constance and I both really like. I think Constance said it's now her new Bible. And the title of the book is Attached, The New Science of Adult Attachment and How It Can Help You Find and Keep Love. And this book is by Amir Levine, MD, and Rachel S.F. Heller. Do I get to talk now? (laughs) No. (laughs) Every now, I'll point to you when you can talk. <laughs> not, not yet. You just like hogged the whole mic. I did. Hi, everybody. Um, yes, this this book uh, was recommended by Jerome, and at first I didn't like the book. Yeah. At I, first I said I didn't want to. I don't want to read about this, and then it became like my my bible. And what I thought, I'm like, oh, if you don't like this book, it's touched something so deep in. <laughs> You, that that made you so uncomfortable, which means you really need to read this book. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? Just just read the book. You're right. You you know what it is. So there's just we'll get to it in a second. But I wanted to be a different attachment style, and that's probably why I didn't like it. It 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 touched yeah. you too. Yeah, too I wanted because I always want to be the best, <clears throat> and I felt like I was not the best attachment style, and yeah. so it made me mad. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so, so I was right. So it's a little bit about me. Okay. So I, so I was right about that. You were but right. you know what else I was right about? We had a podcast, our special pre-election day podcast, and we had a bet. We did. And? And I had to trek myself out to the liquor store and, and get you a bottle of bourbon because you, you were right. Trump did not win. See? Although, you know what? He is suing some states. And still, he says that the election was rigged. And so I might still get that bottle back. So I hope you don't open it. Oh, you're not getting that bottle back. <laughs> um, cause, that's cause the word on the street. I'm just saying, don't open the bottle people yet. People are saying, people are saying, <laughs> excuse me. And I, I haven't opened it yet because okay. I still have a bottle of Michter's that's got a little bit left in it. But mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to taste different. It's, it's going to taste like victory. <laughs> a <laughs> so, victory bottle. All right. A victory All right. Bottle. Okay, so we're talking about uh, attachment styles, or the, the book is called Attached, and, and it talks about attachment styles. And there are three main attachment styles. And you want to yeah, sure. take the Yeah, sure. I'll take it. Wow, thanks for giving me the floor. Yeah, you know, um, equal so opportunity. The first one is secure attachment. Okay, the second one is anxious attachment. And the third is avoidant attachment. And so the gist of it, um, go ahead and explain secure attachment since, you know, you are the secure attached type. Um, what, you know yourself better than. So these attachment styles, they initially, the thought was they were related to how you were taken care of as a child. So, uh, so if you were, if your parents were consistently available and, and loving, 
then you have what's called a secure attachment style. So a child in that state will feel free to go out and roam and play, and they know that when they come back, their parent will be there waiting for them. Mm -hmm. um, if you've got an anxious attachment style, then what happens is your parents or parent or parent or your primary caregiver uh, is inconsistently available. So in, in that state, uh, say the child goes out to play, they don't know if the parent's going to be there, so they get anxious. And in fact, study they did a study where um, they would bring a child to a, a play area and the the mother in this particular study would go out and, I don't know if you remember this, mm -hmm. she would leave. When the mother came back, the child became angry and would push the mother away um, and would show different a different feeling than, say, the secure type. So when the mother would come back in and grab the secure child, the secure attached child, that child would just be consoled. Right. Where the other one would get angry um, and or just was not, con you know, consolable. Right. And so uh, and so you've got the the avoidant uh, attachment style, which you, you were sort of touching on. And in that case, the child goes out to play and then the the parent isn't there when they come back. What feels familiar to them is that relationship where you're pushing someone away or or avoiding intimacy. And when the parent did come back, the child acted the same whether or not the parent was there or not. Right. They just kind of dismissed, you know, the 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 parent. Which was fascinating because oh. when it, it when it when you really look at this and when you when you can you know when you compare some of the relationships you may have had, you can think about that and think, oh my God, I was with this person and this is how I am. And there's actually a quiz in the book. Um, I already knew what I was. And so just I, from reading the description. Just from reading the description, I knew what I would be. And I I was I ended up being anxious. The quiz was one hundred percent, you know, accurate. And did you think you were secure? I felt like well, so at the point where you take the quiz, I wasn't I don't think you're far enough into the book to really understand all the attachment styles. Like if I had read the ways that the different attachment styles handle conflict, I would have said, okay, I yes. am secure. Yeah. But, um, but interestingly, in the book, they talk about how you're not locked into an attachment style based on your childhood. You know, it can be influenced by by other factors. It can sometimes be influenced by the relationship that you're in. If you're in a relationship with someone who's inconsistent, it's automatically going to make you, over time, it's going to make you start to question things. And so you can start to exhibit behaviors of the other attachment styles. And also, if you're avoidant or anxious attachment style, being in a relationship with a secure person can start to you know, shift your attachment style. So the book actually talks about you're not locked into this just because this is how you were raised as a child. It says one in four people will change their, can change their attachment style. It takes time. I think it's up to, I think it said four years. Don't quote me on that. But you can actually change your attachment style. That was, that was like, that was hopeful. That really yeah. was very. Yeah, because you're not just like, okay, mm -hmm. this is, my life is going to suck from now on. Because yes. this is because this is how I am. And so let me ask you this question. Okay, being you know, because they do relate it back to childhood um and infancy, when you think back for yourself, do you re do you remember feeling like, okay, my parents will always be there, or you felt 
like you were consoled when you needed it. Did you feel that way? You know, I absolutely did. I mean, you know, especially, you know, relative to some other stories about parent-child relationships that I've heard, I didn't feel like my parents would not be there. Okay. Okay. Is that... Yeah, that's okay. what my question was. Yeah. All right. Because I think back... I don't know if I told the story on the podcast. I think back to my childhood, and I think about that attachment to my parents. And mm-hmm. I remember... Um, I was... I remember many, many times I'd go to dance school or I'd go to school and I would just go, I'd leave, I'd leave school mm-hmm. waiting for a parent to pick me up and nobody would come. Oh yeah. You told me this. I'm like, did, I tell oh, you, my... did I say this on no, a podcast or no, I told you, told, you directly? You told me. Okay. I would be like, it would be a blizzard. I remember one of the worst blizzards we had had in my childhood where I had to walk home and I was, I was young. I remember the snow being up to my thighs. <laughs> And I had, I remember crying. I will never forget crying. And the, it was so cold that my tears were freezing on my face. And I, like, even my nose, like, my nostrils, they were frozen. And I'm walking through, and I was so angry because I couldn't believe that my father didn't pick me up. My mother worked, and my father stayed home. He was retired. He was much older than my mother. So he was home, like, playing the trumpet when I got home. Like, he, it's not like he forgot. It's not like, oh, I was busy or I got stuck yeah. or I was being, you know, robbed at gunpoint. No, no reason for, like, no reason. He's he just, just hanging out, like, he was just like playing Miles did, Davis. I come strolling and crying hysteria. I mean, no one cared. That's just how they were. It was wow. very old school. Like, you just, if I, if I pick you up, you're lucky. Consider yourself fortunate. If I don't, eh, I just didn't feel like it. So there were wow. times I'd be at dance school. And I would be so embarrassed because I didn't have a parent picking me up. And then my teacher would be like, I'll just drive you home, you know. So I well, think back how to... How old are you at the point where you, you walked home from, from school? You know, I'm and, really trying to remember. I must have been like a fourth grade. Wow. I mean, that is... I remember you telling me that story. That that was, I don't know, earlier this year, I think. That I mean, that was like heartbreaking. I'm like, oh my God, that is... Oh my God, I would terrible. never in a million years think... I mean, I'm two minutes late to pick my kid up from school and I feel like the worst thing on earth. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'll always be here for you. And maybe that is why I'm like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think back to some of the, I mean, no wonder why I have an anxious uh, child, you know, attachment. Like for, for yeah. me, I've realized in relationships, you just never know where you stand with somebody. You could, no joke, you could be in on great terms with someone and turn around in my house, in my house as a child and turn around, grab a sip of water, turn back around. And all of a sudden you're in trouble. And it was, it was like a light switch. You never knew when somebody was going to, they didn't like the way you looked at them or it was something that is very indescribable, but I have seen that in my relationships as well. And so you, you carry that over into your adult. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. I remember one time, uh, boyfriend number one, he, no, we were just having a discussion. I went and changed the laundry. I came back and he was mad at me and I'm like, oh my God, what happened? What did I do? Mm -hmm. And I'm petrified thinking, oh my God, did I do something wrong? Did I say something? Like what, what did he find something out that he isn't going to like? Um, and he was like, I I know, right. (laughs) I'm like, oh my God, what did I lie about? No, he, um, he was like, I saw the way you looked at me when you when you left the room. I'm like, it just looked normal. Like, what? 
And it was like, wow. oh, yeah. And then it was a fight for the rest of the night. So, But that's normal. I mean, anyone listening, if you have never had that experience as a kid, you don't, it makes zero sense. And that, that felt normal to you? That was like, oh, boy. So two, two things. One, I think, you know, when the book talks about people changing their attachment styles, it, I don't think it's a matter of more than 25% not changing their attachments, being able to. Mm-hmm. I think it's a matter of you just don't know. And so those things that you are accustomed to just become the norm. You get this, get into this fight because of the way you looked at B1 when you changed the laundry. That felt, even though it was a contentious uh, situation, you mm-hmm. felt like, well, yeah, that's how that's how it goes. Right. It was like, oh, well, all right, now I have to work to explain myself. I have to work to get back on track. Like, there, that's very normal in um, just in my upbringing. So that seemed normal in everyday sort of life. I mean, of course, so, you start to learn. This is why these books are so important. I think that if you don't educate yourself, you can't get out of the hamster wheel. You're going to keep picking the same people. You're going to keep attracting the same type. And mm-hmm. now that you don't that know you what know, you don't know. Exactly. We've said that how many times? Have we, I think we say that on every podcast. Yeah, I think that's, is that, it's like, that's like the subtitle to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Too fit to be tied. You don't know what you don't know. <laughs> and, uh, we, and we are not professionals. No, we are definitely, um, no, let's reiterate that. We're not professionals. We're um, just. So what attachment style would you say B1 was? B1 was anxious. Wow. Okay. So you had an anxious, anxious. He was the only other person that, but honestly, I think it worked because we really did understand each other very well. Okay. I think that that was, that was the draw was like, we were so similar and I had never been with anybody that had that same attachment style. Every other person that I've ever had a relationship with, um, romantically speaking is avoidant, which is the most fascinating part of the book in my opinion, maybe because I've, I've experienced it, but it does show you the avoidant, the, you know, anxious and avoidant, almost like the dance that you go through. The combination of the two. Yeah. You, one takes a step forward. The other takes a step back. You know, the avoidant person takes one step forward because they do, they start, Mm -hmm. they tend to start getting a little bit closer. And then once the anxious person comes closer, boom, they're two steps back. So you always end up in the same sort of rhythm and dance and there is no closeness and and like this repulsive dance like to what's it's almost i mean even though they're opposite attachment styles it's almost like they're two poles of a the the same two poles of a magnet like you have a north pole and a north pole repel each other yep it's it's almost like that you know one's trying to move forward and the other moves back so i to give the audience an example boyfriend two was he was avoidant Okay. And so what happened is I would say at times, I would say, I feel disconnected. That word, he became unhinged when I would use the word disconnected. Because they're they're uncomfortable with closeness. He was pissed, like pissed. He would, he would almost, almost use that word against me because he was just so mad. I'm like, okay, disconnected just means I feel like all, all I need you to say is, oh, well, let's make plans for Friday night. Spend time together or get, yeah. It was like I was saying, you know. I don't know, he killed somebody. Yeah, it was, it was exactly like that. So I 
as the anxious type, need just a little reassurance, right? Yeah. And I just want to hear, well, I want to spend time with you or let's set time together, right? Jerome, Mm -hmm. I want to set time with you. Can we spend time together? Instead of just saying, sure, yes, let's do that. I do. I want the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. And squash. The the whole thing is squash. Yeah, you feel better. Everybody feels better. Yeah. The avoidant person says, well, he turns it around. We'll turn it around against you or say, Mm -hmm. you know… They, they'll push I always, away. I, we spent time together yesterday or you're you're too clingy or you're… Yes, you're too needy or, yeah. you know, make you feel bad for feeling like you want to spend time with that person. Yeah. And so what happens is the anxious person starts to display, uh, they act out. In the book, do you remember what they called it? Um, they talk about your uh, I can't attachment remember. system being activated. Yes. And so in what the way that I picture it is like you're you're acting out. So you start to display the same types of qualities that the avoidant person does. So I tell you, Jerome, I want to spend time with you. And you say, we spent time, you know, we spent time yesterday together. So I start to say, I act out and say, you know what? I don't need to spend time with him. Screw him. So the next time you ask me to do something, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm really trying to remember what they use it, the term. So if you find it, let me know. He's looking through his notes here. The um, what the term for for what? For like the the acting out the uh, oh, I can't think. Oh, of I it. think your your attachment system gets activated. Yes, yeah, but there was a term. I don't know. That's that's what it is. Are you sure? Okay, I'm gonna. I'm do gonna... you want to place a bet? What do you want to bet? How about oh. that bottle of Nectars? Oh man. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll find okay, it. Okay, so a deactivating strategy. Yes, but there's a there's a word for it. Anyways, doesn't matter. Okay, so that was, there was a lot of discussion about the anxious avoidant and the anxious, you know, so uh, avoidant people do not jive with avoidant people. So most of the time, you're not going to find a really, because the, the relationship fizzles out. Yeah, you they, know, if they, you they and they I both, are both avoiding both each, each other, other that's it. Yeah, yeah, we're done. Well, and, and like you were talking about before, you know, that, that strategy of, you know, that the anxious person will sometimes use of saying, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to ignore you now. The avoidant person actually likes that. So, so right. then it, so then it pulls them in a little closer, but then once the anxious person actually becomes their normal anxious self, then the avoidant person is like, oh, holy shit, I need to run away now. Right. And so, you know, when you talk about, um, and they mentioned this in the book, when they talk about, you know, some of these dating advice books. Where it says, okay, well, don't don't be too available, or don't mm-hmm. or don't or wait, you know, this amount of time before you, you know, respond or or act like you're not that into them. And and you're an anxious person. the The avoidant person likes that, so they're like, cool, you know. And then you get into that relationship, and then the anxious the person, real you comes out, the real you comes out, and the avoidant person is, you know, they get triggered and and they need to be away from you. Mm-hmm. So it's like you almost set yourself up for 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 failure with a lot of these playing it cool sort of strategies. Cool. Yeah. Yes, it's it's true. Just be you. Just be Just you. Just be you. Yeah. Don't try to act like you are too busy. Don't try to act like you're avoiding the person because they they might like that. And you want to know what I learned in the book? What's that? See if you remember. Okay. Where is the biggest um cesspool of avoidance? Do you remember? Where can you find the biggest Oh, I don't. I, you don't I, know. I can't. I don't remember. Well, I just this. read the book just recently. Dating, dating, online dating sites. Oh, <laughs> okay. 
of course, that makes sense because, you know, they push people away and they get back in. So it's interesting tidbit. You know, you talk, people hear about ghosting, right? They're talking about, you've heard online dating. Mm-hmm. Um, people are always re- re- referencing, you know, they're talking to somebody and then all of a sudden, like, the person stops talking to them. In my case, I like to think that those people, like, died. Okay. And it couldn't possibly <laughs> be me. I, yeah, there's no way they like, would reject something. You. They got hit by a car yeah, or, yeah. you know, yeah, they it was really just their wanted, time. And their dying, their dying thought was you. Well, they were definitely going to message me back. It's yeah. just oh, that yeah. they, they died. left Earth. And yeah. so that's why they haven't responded yeah. back to me. And that's in my case. But I've heard other people say that they've been ghosted. And, like, why would the person just stop talking to me? Mm-hmm. And when you think about it, these people don't want to get they don't want to get too close. So it's not you. Yeah. Right? It's not you. It's that yeah. they have issues or you do meet the person. So if, if online dating is the biggest cesspool of avoidance, you are going to find that you're connecting with people because yeah. you truly want to. If you're uh, – um, what, are, what are you? Secure. Secure. If you're secure or anxious, you're going to find that you want – you obviously are online dating for a reason. But these people just can't get close. And so you're yeah. going to have some struggles. What, and, and, and that just – you know, it's just this – I don't know, weird spiral. We talked about the online dating. I'm like, I can't. I know. This, I can't, just, this isn't helping my cause. I can't do it. Um, We're still going to one day delve uh, into it just for fun. No, no it's not, it's not going to happen. It, it's probably gone. I mean, even <laughs> if I – like, <laughs> would you be mad if I started a site, like a page and managed it and you didn't know about it? Yeah, I'd be pissed. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, okay, because because just, somebody because somebody's gonna call me and say hey, no, they're not gonna. I'll be I talking said, to them. They don't have your number. I'll just be talking to them. No, no, somebody I know eventually is gonna <laughs> say, "Hey, I saw your your profile." I'm like, okay. "How did how did that?" So you get, would be mad. Oh, just, I'd, I'd be pissed. Yeah. Oh, is there? Okay. Did you you didn't did you do one? I did didn't you do, do one. Already? No, okay. I didn't. Yeah, not yet. Um, but I, I think it it gets you into this point where uh, you know, for example, you run across all these people who are are avoidant, and. You know, you get this hit to your self-esteem and you think, oh, well, that's that's how people are. That's that's what's out there. The stuff we talk about and the stuff we talked about today. I'm like, I am I am not equipped to, you know, to be in in that in that space. Okay, so we know that I've been in a, in a lot of anxious avoidant relationships, meaning I'm anxious, they're avoidant. What is your situation like? See, past situations, I I actually think my uh, past situation was more, you know, I think they say about uh, somewhere around 50% of people are secure. Somewhere around 25% of people are anxious. Somewhere around 25% of people are um, avoidant. avoidant. And then there's a small percentage that are uh, called disorganized attachment style. And they didn't touch on this much in the book, but I've read about it in, in other places, where it's a mix of avoidant and anxious. Hmm. And so it's like this push-pull. Like one second, you know, where were you? Why, why are you going out? I, I want you to stay here. And the next, it's like, I I need some space. You know, hmm. you're, you're too close to me, which is really just like, I mean, talk about something that's sort of, you know. Mindfuck? Mindfuck, yeah. That's that's the perfect word for right. it. I mean, and I think they said somewhere around five percent of people are, are that, and I, I really think that's what my uh, last relationship was, and it was just you know, um, 
we didn't spend enough time together. You know, you're going out to watch football, like, I don't know, three times a year or whatever, you know, to, uh, I need some space. What time are you leaving and what time are you coming back? You just kind of, I don't know. It's, it's crazy making. Interesting. Is that you look, you look baffled. Is that? Yeah, I'm just, I'm just thinking about it. I'm just trying to wrap my brain around it. And I'm just trying to, re- I'm trying to, let me ask you this. Being with somebody like that, did you ever have a moment or period of time where you felt 100% like this is what I've been looking for? This is like 100% content where you're once, like. Once that, once those starts, behaviors start to come out. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's more, uh, and, and I go, oh, this is, this is, I love this. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, like I looked I mean, at that like, and said, oh, this is, yeah. this is, I'm home now. So do you think, okay, maybe this will help. Do you think in the beginning, I mean, in the beginning, of course, uh, I have a, I have a, a friend who references. A is, rep- it, is it you? No, not okay. me. I have a, a friend, a real friend, okay. like right. a real person. You have a friend. A, so I have he, a lot of friends, has- but one of those friends talks about your representative. Okay. Okay. And so he'll say, um, well, on your first date, it's, you know, your rep, your representative is is talking. Like the real you isn't really uh, there. Okay. And so, which I really like that sort of concept. Did her rep, how long was her representative around? And what did her representative kind of show you in terms of attachment styles? Because nobody comes out of the gates like, except me. I actually do. I come out of the gates. I'm like, listen, <laughs> I am fucked up. I got a lot of shit going on. My life is mm-hmm. nuts. I've got. Just, just putting the cards put on the table. There. You know, okay. I'm like, what do you want to know? I'll just let you all. Because I. It's almost like I I don't want someone to be disappointed. I'm not going to lie and be like, oh, I'm so okay. great. I have the greatest, yeah. you know. You're like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to set the bar low. So I have no baggage <laughs> and everything is great. And I'm, you know, yeah. never had any problems. No. Okay. So, so uh, representative. Well, and I have a friend that says something similar that anybody can be on their best behavior for 90 days. Yes. You know? And yes. so. So what did she present as? Oh, just, I mean, just, you know. Very sweet, open, caring, and and not and not to say that those things didn't come out sometime. I mean, sometimes. I mean, but you know, we were getting ready to go to a restaurant, and we had reservations. I mean, was we're somewhat dressed up, and for some reason, she started talking about me going to dinner with other women. I mean, so much so we had a huge fight. Not that I had been. You know, but just that her thought was you that were dating. I, we were we were dating, yeah. Okay. I mean, we were in a relationship. I mean, we were, you know. And she and, thought you were going out to dinner with other women cur- yeah. at the time, current like at yeah. the current time. Yeah, and 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 I mean, we're dressed up. We're getting ready to go out. We, we missed our reservation. I mean, it was one of those things where, um, if you call last minute, they say, okay, we've got a table for you at like nine forty-five or something. And and we missed our reservation and had to take, you know, ended up, ended up having to take a later time. And it's one of those things where it doesn't happen right away. Early on, the representative is, mm-hmm. is there. Part of being secure attachment style, you want to, okay, I want to make sure you're heard. I want to squash this. I want to take, you know, de-escalate things. Right. And then once things are back to normal, you're like, Phew. you know, this is, this is, everything's good now. And so you kind of don't revisit right. it, but then over time, there's like more and more of those things that that that, that pop up. I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah, or if I, I, no, okay. no, I get that. No, no, you're saying her representative was there, and so how would you know what her attachment style was? 
Right, exactly. Yes. Yeah, you you don't you don't know the the representative is there, and then and then when it does peak out, it sort of shocks you. You're like, oh my god, that was. You also think the per- you know I think a lot of times when people get, you know, break up, you hear so often, well, they've changed or the person has changed, mm-hmm. and you know it's not that they've changed. It may just be that they showed their true colors, and you you know you're. Right, the their representative may have stayed stayed along for a, a while, you yeah. know, and then finally the mask came off, and you're like, "Holy shit! Like this is what I'm dealing with." Well, I don't know what was the trigger in that in that instance. It might have been something in in the past, not even to do, you know, with me, but something. There was some sort of a trigger there, and uh, you, you know, when you see it, it just sort of kind of, I don't know blows your mind a, a little bit. Again, just wanting to de-escalate things. You want you go, okay, well, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe that was a misunderstanding. Right, is that a bad day? It's just a bad day, yeah. And yes. Because most of the time, up to now, things have been fine. Okay, so here's part in the... This, is, this, this might help those of you listening. There's three straight statements corresponding with each attachment style. So this is verbatim taken from the book. Um... And this is, you're gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read it and you're gonna tell me what attachment style it is. You ready? Okay. All right. All right. I find it relatively easy to get close to others and I'm comfortable depending on them and having them depend on me. I don't often worry about being abandoned or about someone getting too close to me. Oh, that's secure. That's secure. Okay. I'm gonna ace this test. I know you are. All right, you ready? Yeah. I'm somewhat uncomfortable being close to others. I find it difficult to trust them completely, difficult to allow myself to depend on them. I'm nervous when anyone gets too close, and often love partners want me to be more intimate than I feel comfortable being. Avoidant. Nice. All right. On I last one. I hope one. you get this next one right. I find that others are reluctant to get as close as I would like. I often worry that my partner doesn't really love me or won't want to stay with me. I want to merge completely with another person, and this desire sometimes scares me, scares people away. Anxious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I guess the takeaway from here is that it sums it all up. All right. This is the takeaway. The takeaway I think is that you want to think back to, again, this can change, but think back to your childhood and think back to what you've experienced. And it also really molds the way that you might want a parent. I mean, I know for me, I wish I knew this information when I had uh, you know, they talk about, like, the crying out method. Mm-hmm. I was a big believer in having my daughter, like, cry it out because I didn't want her to be too attached or, you know, yeah. sleeping in my bed or whatever. And I would – I remember the nights that I would let her cry it out. I read these books, and I'm like, oh, my God. Did I well, totally <laughs> screw my kid up? Now, thank God I have another one now. I could, like, you know, I have a second go around. You got a do-over. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that first yeah, one. Yeah, the first one was a mistake. It was yeah, an, you know, yeah. like it was like a tr- like a trial run. Yeah, yeah. Like eh, test, if I screw that run. one up, at yeah, least I, I got, got a another. second chance. Um, but it does make you think about your own childhood. It makes you really think about if you're a parent, the way, the type of parent you want to be, because you want your children to be secure. You know, you don't want to raise an avoidant or anxious type of um, personality so to speak. Oh, absolutely. I, th- I think there's some good information in the book about that. But I think also in terms of recognizing your, your own attachment style, there's a quiz in the book that you take and, it, and based on your score, you, you are labeled as 
one of the attachment styles. And, and from there, it goes into how of each of these attachment styles reacts to, uh, to conflict. And then also some strategies for if you're in a relationship with uh, one of these attachment styles, the best way to, to handle conflict or to deal with problems. So I'm going to touch on one last topic. Okay. What, I already know the answer, but I want you to, I want you to say it. I want to see what you have to say. Okay. What happens when the anxious or avoidant type connects with the secure type? One of two things can happen. Uh, and in a lot of cases, when they get together, sometimes the, the anxious or avoidant, because they're used to the highs and lows of the relationship, they will look at the secure person and go, uh, this is kind of boring. I'm used to like the, the conflict. Who the, would do uh, that? The other, the other thing that can happen <laughs> is that if you realize it, and that's why it's, you, you know, we talk about understanding where you are and why you do what you do. What also can happen is the anxious or avoidant can get with a secure and become more secure. And that's where, uh, that's where the attachment style change happens. Yep. If you're going to be more secure, that comes from being with a secure person over time and then, you know, getting a feel for, oh, uh, Love isn't supposed to hurt. It should. It should actually feel. It should actually feel good. Warm and fuzzy. Warm and fuzzy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So, so something to think about. Something to think about. So if you're anxious or avoidant, well, first of all, I think you should go read the book. You should read the book. Read the book. You're going to learn so much. We should be getting kickbacks. From, I know. God, we got to work gotta, on we that. We got to set that up. Yeah, we do. Um, Second, if you're anxious or avoidant, you could maybe become more secure. Yeah. Or be bored out of your mind. <laughs> Or be bored out of your mind. <laughs> Either or, if you find a secure person. Um, we also learned that the, that online dating is a cesspool of um, avoidance. Avoidance, yeah. Ah, oh, God. Do we have to start doing this now? Have a have a, a last minute where we sum up everything? Yeah, we, we got to sum about? it. I think that's a good idea. We okay. should sum it all up. Okay. And right. um, if you are secure, I mean, like thumbs up to you. Good for you. Yeah. All right. Must be nice. I'm Jerome. I'm Constance. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.